Welcome, friends, to the Someone Gets Me podcast. I am your host, Diane Allen, and I am so delighted that you're here. This podcast was created because I believe there is a visionary leader inside each one of us who is waiting to be seen. In each episode of Someone Gets Me, you will hear useful tips from successful visionaries who will share their stories about how being seen has allowed them to take their vision out into the world with action. Hi, friends. I'm here today to talk to you about five great little tranquilizers. This has been a really stressful time period for all of us. And if you're gifted and intensely sensitive, it's been ultra stressful. Even if you don't know you're gifted or intensely sensitive, it's everywhere from this problem to that problem, to this social thing, to that political thing, to this environmental thing, it's just everywhere. And so I thought today I would share five great little tranquilizers that I use to remind myself that it's going to be okay, that I don't have to get caught up in the whirlwind of craziness with COVID, with the political climate, with what's going on in the climate itself, all of those things, what's happening with our friends and the division and the loss we're all experiencing on so many levels. There are some things we can do to rest, to calm. And so I thought I would share five of them. This is not a complete list, not even close, but these are some of my favorites, might we say. The first one is to remember there's always a potential for something more. There's always a potential for something greater or more. It always happens that way, that out of every fire comes a phoenix. Lotuses only bloom coming from mud. So sometimes when things look really off or scary or, or upsetting, I remind myself that within all those people, all the situation is a potential, an inner soul level potential for something great, for something good to come out of the things that don't always work. That's how we grow. We grow coming out of our comfort zone. We grow as we seek and evolve and work toward our potential as people. So I always remember that. I remember that no matter all the work I've done on myself and all the work I help people do, that there's always more. There's always something more. So I always find myself saying this or something better. Let's look at what can be better. Or how can I handle this with love instead of fear? Things like that. And that's the first one is that our potential exists in a way that expands us. And that's beautiful. And it reminds me that there's always something more. The second great little tranquilizer that I use is that we're both spiritual and physical. And it's not, you know, some people say we're a spiritual being having a human experience. True. We're also a human being having a spiritual experience. Also true. We're both. It's like tandem. Yes, and. Yes, and. So I say yes, and often. And when I hear either or language out of people, like it's this or that, I say it's a yes and for me. I'm checking out all the options because I know that we are both spiritual, which is timeless, 
It's not in physical form. We can sense and feel that, that nature and that energy, but it's not physical form. Then we have the physical form. In some um, metaphysical worlds, they say that we're the hands and feet of God, right? And so we have our physical nature where we do stuff, touch things. We get cold, we get hot, we have experiences. And the physical body for me is much like a car carrying our soul, our spirit around, doing great experiences. So we're yes and. It's not one to the exclusion of the other. And so I remind myself that spiritual bypassing, that's when somebody hangs out. Oh, God will take care of it. Oh, the spiritual stuff. If it's meant to be, it'll be without taking any human responsibility. That's a mistake, right? And then the people getting way over here on fear who are just fear, 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 fear without having any trust or faith in the order of the universe. They're missing the point too. It's yes and. So I always remind myself, Diane, think of yes and tandem. We're spiritual and we are physical. Take care of the physical and take care of the spiritual. One not to the exclusion of the other. Number three is that we know and understand truth in our innermost being. We know our truth and we have intelligence in our mind because we have evidence. Missouri is the show me state, right? When we have tangible evidence, that's an intellectual form of knowing. Then there is the heart knowing, like your heart has intelligence right here. It has intelligence. The heart center right here has intelligence. So how is life landing on you? How are you receiving life? Are you rigid and fearful and blocking everything knowingly and unknowingly? Are you letting it in and paying attention to how things feel? And also, are you allowing your heart to be open to show up in the world? How do you show up? Whether it's a phone call, a video call, in person. How about how do you show up for yourself? Do you take care of you? Are you loving on yourself? Do you realize you have vast knowledge? Not just cognitive knowledge, though you have a lot of that too. But you have vast connection and knowledge in your heart. Your heart knows It's very strong and very, very powerful. And the other place you have intelligence is in your gut, which is your faith or your intuition. Your connector to the greater that does not have physical form. Some people, some of my clients have described it as like a highway above their head of all these different ideas and inspirations and things that's unlimited. And they grab the possibility down and make it theirs. That's what some people call it. Some people call it God. Some people call it the divine or the universe. But there is an intuition about us, a faith about us that is our connection to the greater that is intelligent. The connection to the greater is intelligent. Forbes magazine was quoted as saying that intuition is the highest form of intelligence. So when you allow yourself to heal your wounds, to open yourself up, 
and be aware that you have intelligence, not only in your intellect that looks for evidence and in your heart that has a knowingness and in your gut that's connected to faith and intuition. It makes sense to me that then if we're going to live in integrity, all three of these centers will be in alignment. That my head and my heart and my gut, my intellect, my heart, and my spirit work together. Not mutually exclusive. Remember, yes and. They're not mutually exclusive. They weave together. They're like a beautiful tapestry of this beautiful energy. And the problem is in our society, especially with gifted people, is we're highly over-rewarded for our intellect and the evidence, scientific method, all of those things, highly over-rewarded. And many people have put their intuition or their spiritual connectedness on the back burner or may even deny it, right? That's not, that doesn't keep us in integrity. It doesn't keep us in alignment. And then there's the people who have lots of trauma and old wounds, a, a heartache, or they've been deeply hurt or betrayed and they have not healed that and rectified the situation and let it go into the higher realms, right? They're holding on to that heart that blocks the integrity. So we really want to, as a tranquilizer, connect to our gut, our intuition, our soul. What's right for me to do? Who am I? What am I here for anyway? Connect to our heart. Love yourself. Like every day I say, I love you, Diane. I love you, Diane. And I put my hand right here and I let myself feel it. So you might want to try it or go look in the bathroom mirror tonight and say, I love you and put your name there. I love you. I love you. And let yourself with eye contact connect to that deep love. Some people even cry the first few times they do it because it's so deep. We're taught not to love ourselves. We're taught to be like living sacrifices and we come last. Got to love yourself. And then to honor your intellect, the part that's looking for the evidence, the evidence procedure, as we call it in the courtrooms. And just maybe that's the, the, um, the supporting actor. And maybe the leading actor is spirit in our heart. Maybe some of it's backwards. Maybe some of the angst and anxiety we are feeling in the world as a collective and some individuals, as they have the order and the power of some of these things upside down. So know that you understand and know things on more than the level of your brain. Knowledge is just not brain. Knowledge is in your heart and knowledge is in your soul, your intuition, your faith, what matters to you. It's very important to realize there's more than one body of knowledge in you. You are not a stick person walking around with a head. That's not how it is. You'd look pretty goofy and be top heavy. You'd be falling over all the time, probably. We really wanted to get clear that it's more than one set of knowledge. When I remind myself of that, when my brain gets all upset or maybe my heart's feeling fearful, then I can calm myself down by getting an integrity. What am I thinking about? And is what I'm thinking serving me? Is what I'm thinking for the highest good, really? And if it's not, if I can't say yes, I shift it to something that is serving me, that is for the higher good. And then I check in with my heart with the same questions. And then I check in with my gut with the same questions. Once I get that alignment, 
I'm calm. It's like taking a tranquilizer without needing a drug. It's called getting in integrity on a deep level. And then the number four, great little tranquilizer for Diane, is to remember that the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, the universe is the source of all my supply. That abundance is everywhere. In fact, I learned it from a Native American um, prayer I heard many, 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 probably 30 years ago, that um, the universe is a source of all my supply in perfect ways. The universe always provides. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I've had a lot of up and down times in my life. A lot of times that were great and a lot of times that were really scary and really hard. Just like you have. Lots of betrayal, lots of pain, lots of confusion. It's all been there. So I remind myself, God is the source of all my supply. In perfect ways, this universe always provides and it calms me down it usually doesn't provide exactly in the way i think it's going to it might be different there might be different things happening but yet things are going well things start to turn around the the thing that was scaring me the thing that was hurting me the thing that was holding me back was somehow not as important or dissipated or left. So remember that the universe in perfect ways always supplies, always takes care of you. Always. The fifth one is we develop and we evolve in stages. I have to remind myself of that a lot because Gifted and overexcitable people, we expect ourselves to go from zero to 100 in no time. Now, in a lot of situations, we can. But when it comes to our personal development and our personal evolution, there are stages and steps. And sometimes we're on them longer than other. I kind of see life as a big Montessori school where you might learn one thing faster than me. And I might learn this faster than you. And in the end, we both get all the lessons. How fast we learn it or slow we learn it is individual and it's totally okay. But we need to remember that everything's in stages, that being a time optimist or having trouble with delayed gratification, saying, I want it now, I want it now, without being willing to walk the path will give us anxiety and angst. We put pressure on ourselves. We create imposter syndrome. We create all kinds of depression and anxiety. When we do that, when we don't remember there's a path, There are steps and stages to our spiritual development and our spiritual evolution, our heart-centered development, our heart-centered evolution, and our intellect. It's not just one thing. It's multiple parts of us that are coming along on the journey. And I said said before, the spirit and physical are in tandem. So you might have opened your spiritual resources and can feel your intuition and... If you don't take care of your heart and your mind, it's going to feel really off. It'll be scary. I had a client one time who was afraid of his intuition because he didn't know what to do with it. I also have some people who are afraid to connect to their intuition because they want to be linear and have everything on a spreadsheet. It's all about that integration, the integration of 
what your intellect and your heart and your spirit are saying and doing what is right for you. And whenever I sit back and I remind myself of the greater part of my human evolution and my development, the greater role that we have and that the universe always provides. It might not be the way your ego that's not your amigo wants it, but it doesn't mean it's not provided. The only thing that stops us from it is us. If there's something in your life that you are looking for or desiring and you don't have it, you are the block. I work with people all the time, helping them see through the fog, see through the static to undo whatever is between them and their heart's desire. Because most of the time it's a human trance of a belief or an idea that we adopt along the way that um, isn't true. And we believed the lie. So we have to learn something different. That's why there's stages. And it's a lifelong journey. That's why I use these five primarily. There's some others, but, and I teach them more than this, but it's, it's important to realize that we all are on a journey together and it's lessons. It's like going to school where you take, you know, calculus 101 and then 201 and then 301. And then pretty soon you're in graduate school and oh, now it got harder, right? Or whatever the class is. I loved calculus. Um, so, it's important if you want to be calm and you want to have peace and harmony. You don't want to have your vagus nerve all whacked out and your digestion all funny and your heart blood pressure up. You don't want to live like that. So these are tranquilizers you can take and you can grow with without becoming drug addicted, without looking outside of yourself for the answer. Because the truth is that for anything you're seeking, you are the answer. Like you're the person that you've been looking for. Go look in the mirror and say, I found them. There they are. So when we turn that focus from looking outside of us for somebody else to save us or give us the answer, and we go within, we realize that we're fully equipped to be who we're meant to be right on time, perfectly and that's what I get to do. I get to be the jumper cables. So any coach you have, any mentor you have, any therapist you have, they're not fixing you. They're like the jumper cables. They're reminding you that you are perfect, you are whole, and you are complete exactly as you are. It's just getting the junk out of the way. Like Michelangelo said about the David statue. It was David was in there all along. It was just about freeing him. It's the same idea. I don't know if I got that quote right, but you know what I mean. It matters that we take these tranquilizers from the inside out and disconnect ourselves from the greed and the fear and the avarice out there. That we remember that you and all of us are here. We're on purpose. We have a purpose. And whether we know the purpose or not doesn't matter. Because we will know it when we begin to look within. You will never find your purpose outside of you. And everyone's is different. So I hope these five tranquilizers have served you and or reminded you to breathe, right? To remember that we all have potential for greatness and we can 
keep growing in this beautiful way and to remind ourselves that we're physical and spiritual, right? And to remember that we have more than one set of knowledge within us and that the universe is the source of all of our supply. And to remember that everything comes in stages. Our development is in stages. This is not a race. There's no finish line. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me. Keep your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star and you're here on purpose with a purpose. Till the next episode, be well. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.